The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Hey, Cleaning Nation. Mike Campy here with Jackson Pink. Pinky Pinkowski, uh, one of our amazing paid traffic yahoos slash guru slash smart guys slash whatever he wants to call himself. Um, today, we're going to talk about, I don't want to overstate it, so feel free to talk me down, Jackson, if I talk this up too much. What I think to be the most underused, like the biggest screaming opportunity when it comes to... Um, that's not being taken advantage of, right? Like, you know, Facebook ads might be better, but everyone knows about that. Google ads might be better, but everyone knows about that. There's other stuff that might be quote unquote better, but everyone knows about it. This is something people know about, but don't use. And that is messaging. And messaging can be on Facebook Messenger. It can be via text. It can be, um, there's all sorts of ways to do it. But we went from when I was a kid, if someone called, oh my gosh, you pick up the phone because like that's the thing that's happening to, well, now we've got caller ID and we'll see to when someone calls, you're like, why would you call me? It's almost like an affront or an insult. Like, why wouldn't you just text me? Like, this is insane to texting and messaging being, I would say the primary mode of communication. Yet we still do things like let's cold call or let's email. And there's, there's certainly a place for cold calling and email. Please don't hear me say that. But I would say the, the response rate on a text or a Facebook message. Well, if text is going to be 90, you know, I shouldn't say response read rate is going to be like 99%. Facebook messenger is going to be 80%. You all know as well as I do, because you do it just like I do. If, if, a, if a phone number comes up that I don't recognize my phone, won't even it just goes right to voicemail. They don't even show it to me anymore. And I think that's getting to be more and more common. So two things I want you to cover if you would, Jackson. One, why do you think nobody's doing anything about it? And then two, you know, because it seems like this big obvious thing. Why do you think what's holding people back? And then two, how can we effectively do it in a way that doesn't ruin our lives? Right? Is it something we do personally? Should we have someone on our team do it? Do we pay a company? Like, how do we do it so it, it isn't this overwhelming thing? All right, there you go. Go, baby. Yeah, yeah. So, so like you said, you said 99%. I think the actual stat for this year is 80 two or 86 percent somewhere between there to receive um, a text message on someone's phone uh we'll open it if if they open it oh open okay got it so so like if you send a text to a customer 80 82 percent of the time they will open it and another uh, percent will see it because i still see text before i open it and i'll open it because i want to leave it unread you know because i want to deal with it later so i still and you still get i think you can pre on the iphone at least you can preview the first exactly ones, which is it, often the whole thing yeah, yeah. Deliverability of, of text messages is basically 100%. because so there's no real spam filter or anything. And I don't, have, I don't have the stats on email, but what's it got to be? 10% open rate, 20, depending on how... 19, I think, Jeez. is around there, like on, on a good day. And that, that means your email goes straight to their inbox, doesn't go to spam or anything like that, which happens a lot. I mean, Gmail picks up on... We're going off a little bit, but for example, most people use... Or a lot of people use Gmail these days. And if you don't open an email from a company from G in your Gmail inbox, you know, three times, three times in a row, it'll start pushing to spam automatically because it'll, it'll identify that you do not want to see that anymore. Um, so versus a text where if you get a text from a company, it'll come to your inbox basically every single time. Right. Um, and, and so the, I, th I the think the point isn't to knock email or any of these other things. They, mm -hmm. they're still place, but I think, 
email marketing, there's probably even still a ton more content and focus on email marketing, which is still effective than there is, you know, with a 19% average open rate than there is on tax, which is 80, 90%. Anyway, go ahead, buddy. And I think a lot of people aren't doing it right now because they think it's, it's complicated or it's overly complicated or they haven't collected phone numbers up to this point, right? You might have emails or you might, you might not have mobile numbers. And so you think, oh, well, I don't have the information ready to me. So I'm not going to, you know, even try to go after it, right? It, it again, becomes more complicated than they think it needs to be. When so I think that's, I think that's step two. I think we, my fault, I should ask a better question. I think we skipped a step. So we don't have to spend a ton of time, but maybe two minutes, Jackson, just on what are the, cause right now, and it's a gift and a curse, I get Facebook Messenger, which we have a team that handles that, thank God. I get email. I get text to my phone, which is actually unusual nowadays. I get Vox. I get Slacked. Um, I'm not on Instagram, but my wife is constantly getting Instagram Messenger. So I guess maybe just spend a minute or two on kind of where you see today, and we're recording this, what are we at? July 2022 where kind of the biggest, most effective, you know, because Instagram open rates, I think all of the ones I just mentioned other than email are higher than it. I think Instagram, Facebook, text, Slack, all the deliverable, Voxer, I'm guessing they're all way higher than email. But talk to me about, do you try and do all of them? How, how do you, before we start talking about what's hard and how to do it, like what's the it? Should we just do phone? Should we do messenger? Should we do Instagram? Talk to me about the different platforms that you would kind of want people to be aware of. Yeah. So, so really probably the three big direct message, instant message tools that most people want to use or suggest people using. It's 100% text messaging. So SMS messaging. And then the two behind it, I kind of lump them together because they're kind of the same, but Instagram and Facebook, those, those are the two biggest ones. And so text messaging kind of self-explanatory, you send people texts, right? But Instagram and, and Facebook, you can integrate that in a variety of different ways. So you give people the opportunity to, to instantly message you and instantly discuss something with you or send you a message, right? And whether that's talking to you directly as a business owner or someone on the team, it, it gives the approachability of, you know, hey, I can send this company a message and they'll get back to me because they'll get it like, a, like I'm sending my mom a message on Facebook or something like that, right? And it doesn't just have to be you and a team, which is probably best. It can be a bot that says, Hey, what's up? You know, there's, you can, you can get, we don't have to get there today, but there is the option of a lot of, if then, if they say this, then you say that, and you can set up a thing where maybe 60 or 70% of the traffic is handled by a bot. And then the rest is kind of sent to you after they're somewhat qualified, fair, unfair. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of, a lot of the system can be automated up to a point where, you know, if you, if you start messaging, you see a lot of people just ask, um, like what, what's your pricing or, or how often can I get cleans? If you get like frequently asked questions right off the bat, you can typically have it. So it automatically responds with what you would say. And then of course, if somebody comes out of left field and says, Hey, can you get two day wine stains out of shag carpeting from the sixties? Well, you, you're not going to, your bot, your automation won't know how to answer that. So you, you'll, you'll get notified to step in for some weird questions like that, but uh, it is definitely an option. Yeah. So yeah. Talk to me about text message, Facebook, Instagram. How would you deal with, especially if I'm already kind of overwhelmed, would you try and tack all three, just carve off one or two? How would, how would you start? Yeah. So it's, it's kind of interesting because each platform can be used almost at different levels, mm -hmm. essentially. 
Um, so let's starting with like Facebook and Instagram that more so can be used to, to reach out to potential new customers or, or talk to new customers, talk to people that might, you might not necessarily have their direct contact information, but perhaps you ran an ad or they interacted with your page and you're using that as a way to communicate, set up a call, set up a walkthrough if you're for commercial, residential, those kinds of things. And that's a way you can communicate directly with people through that platform. So say let's you make a post and you, you post a cool image or a video of your team cleaning or something and your call to action is to send us a message to learn more. Then you use that as a line of communication with potential new clients to where you can set up a call, set up, set up the next step basically to get more information out of them. And then from there, it opens the door to more of the SMS. Now that you have the direct information, right? You have their email, their name, what their potential job might be in their text message. Then you're able to actually communicate with them directly on their device through their cell phone. And that can be done for trying to close new customers and for existing customers. It's extremely important to also use it for your existing customers. You know, something like 70% of customers love to receive appointment reminders from companies that they're doing service with, right? And this includes cleaning companies. So if you get appointment reminders through text messages, that's extremely nice for the customer. They're reminded, they'll see it. They'll see it when they wake up in the day of their service. They won't forget. They'll know you're thinking of them and trying to you know, continue their service and whatnot. And it's also not obtrusive. You know, majority of customers, majority of potential customers do not see text messages from businesses obtrusive. You know, you could send a text message a day. And even I think it's like 30% say they really don't mind that that much compared to like emails. People get annoyed with that. It becomes spammy. So that once you have their information, you can directly communicate with them, both leading up to them becoming a customer. And then importantly, when they are a customer as well. The only caveat I would give to that is it doesn't matter the medium, text, email, phone call, carrier pigeon. If you're adding value, you can communicate a lot more. So I think the true metric, and again, Jackson's really good with the research of, you know, that here's the frequency on this and here's the frequency on that. Um, but I think that just averages because that's going to average with a bunch of companies communicating very ineffectively and then frustrating with their clients and people that are really good at it. And then you, you get some obscurity. So I think my rule, and feel free to override me, Jackson, if I'm insane, is regardless of the medium, and I think it's magnified with text or uh, instant messenger because it's more direct and they get it and there's 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 no filter there's no spam filter yet you know i'm sure a, a marketer <laughs> will screw it up and they'll they'll find it <laughs> it'll it'll be filtered at some point so enjoy this time while it lasts um <clears throat> i could text them every seven minutes if i was texting them winning lottery numbers or something that was effective in their life i don't know that any of us are able to bring value to anybody every seven minutes but if we could i think we could do that so as long as you're focused on giving value and every time they get a text from you or a Facebook message or an email, they're like, wow, that was really valuable to help my life. I think we can text as often as you like. The problem is I think we focus on ourselves and we text, I don't want to say stupid stuff, but stuff that we're interested in or, Hey, we just got to get out there. Just got to, you know, here's, you know, it's St. Patrick's day. Here's a gift or something that we're just trying to like check a box of, we got to you know hammer these people that they don't love. But if you really like, Hey, we're going to be there today and we can't wait to see, you know, your, your, your house could be dog hair free by three o'clock. Can't wait to see you today. Well, that's of interest to them. They, they're, they paid you to come. You saying that you're going to be there and that you know them that's of interest. So is it fair to say, obviously 
yeah, as long as it brings value, the frequency can be almost infinite. Yeah. It's just the problem comes in. How do, a lot of us can't bring value that that often. So frequency goes down. Yeah. All right. So how do I get started? Let's say I'm like, all right. And I love what you said of let's maybe just start with Facebook, Instagram, and, and whatever. Because obviously for clients, we have text. So that's a fairly easy one to just set up a, hey, we're coming. And by the way, for all of you, you know, three or five I think if you come more than weekly, I don't know that I'd text a reminder that we're coming, right? If it's a Monday through Friday account for commercial, I'm not like Monday night, we're coming, we're coming. <laughs> that will annoy them. That stops being valuable. But if it's weekly or less, I think a text would be, uh, you know, put yourself in your customer's shoes. So what's a good step one or a good bite-sized chunk for folk? Yeah. Um, so good step one, on, honestly, it might it might sound uh, odd or obvious, but making sure that your your social channels are open to receive messages. Uh, oftentimes, I think by default it is not, and a lot of people don't just. It's like a little checkbox; they just don't turn it on, and then they wonder why doesn't anybody message me? It's like, well, they legitimately can't. <laughs> yeah, face Facebook does not let them do it, and that's a that's just a privacy thing that they set up a couple years ago. Um, so you just want to make sure that you're actually open to to receiving those. Um, and then also, I would say within that, building you know some form of uh, like quick and easy steps because usually when people take the initiative to come out and message you, you know they're putting in the effort to they got to your page and they click the button that said send a message. Um, you want to give them a couple options right off the bat of like what's the next step. Like I would love thanks so much for reaching out. You know, what kind of questions do you have? That kind of thing. So you do have that little bit of automated system set up for them. And then from there, you know, we hark on on the paid side of things, running paid ads and, and getting some additional traffic to you. There, there's an amazing campaign that Facebook allows you to do where you, you design an ad and the whole goal of that ad, the whole objective is to get people to message you directly. And, and it's a very effective ad. A lot of people have a lot of great success with it because... The way Facebook operates, obviously, if you think about it, Facebook loves to keep people within the Facebook ecosystem. It wants to keep people on Facebook.com, right? And so if you think about it, when you click an ad, you're sending that person away. So Facebook is struggling a little bit more to convince people to leave, which ends up costing you more money to push people away to an outside site. Versus if you do a messenger campaign, it's all kept within the Facebook ecosystem. Facebook tends to charge less for that. It ends up costing you less. And so your cost to get a customer through that is a lot cheaper. And they're a lot more engaged because they're actively talking with you, actively speaking with you. And so that would be the next step at that point for, for like the Facebook and Instagram. And that goes for both platforms because they're, they're the same, right? So really quick, because Jackson's by far the expert on the platforms. And I like to kind of give general marketing stuff because I want you guys to think about things right as much as I want you to execute. So the first scenario, Jackson said, I give you money. You allow for every time someone clicks away from your site to my landing page or my call to action or my website. That's kind of a win-lose draw. It's win for me because I get a, a click of someone that's interested because they clicked on my ad, right? It's not just a stranger. Facebook, I guess it's kind of a win, but because they get money, but it's a loss because they leave. And then it's a draw for the client. Cause like, well, I was here looking at pictures of kittens or for my, you know, some funny meme or whatever. And now I got to go to this other thing and I'm not really, I clicked it. So I do want that information, but it's a draw. Cause I'm like, I didn't know that I wanted to go all in at that moment. 
Whereas this internal Facebook thing is kind of a win-win-win. So you win because you still get the engagement that you want. And I don't think we're not a competing, we're not YouTube, right? If we're YouTube, we're like, oh no, I want those eyeballs. And I, I do want them to leave that site and come to my site. We're in the eyeballs game. But in the cleaning company business, we are not an eyeballs game. We're in the cleaning game. So we don't really care if we get a bunch of eyeballs on our thing. We just want to be able to open that conversation. So we win because we can get the con- we can get them to raise their hand and say, here's, here's my problem. Here's my whatever. And then you can kind of maybe ping them at a different time, which is actually better, right? If I'm scrolling through, I shouldn't say it's better, but if I'm scrolling through Facebook stuff right now and I ping you, you know, right now I'm interested. So that time's very good, but I'm also in the middle of doing a bunch of other things because I'm on Facebook later. I may not be as interested, but it, I may also not be looking with all, all the things going on in Facebook. So I think it's a win for the customer because they can say, hey, I want to raise my hand and maybe deal with that thing later. Right now I'm looking at, you know, <laughs> memes. It's a win for Facebook because they can keep on their platform. So you get it cheaper. And that's a win for us because we get it cheaper and we um, give better customer service potentially. And we can probably get more opt-ins. Is that a fair analysis of how people should think about it? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. And I like the paid, but let's talk, let's talk organic. Cause I think really all we're doing is you're going to, you're going to spend time or money on marketing. So if it's money, you go Facebook, I don't want to wade through the millions of people online and find out who wants my crap. And I just, would you do it for me? Facebook's like, absolutely. Five bucks a click or whatever, whatever it works out to be. Um, Five bucks a click. Well, you know, it depends on the click. And if you're selling, you know, if you're part of a class action suit for some sort of weird disease, five bucks a click is a gift. If you're, you know, doing other stuff, that's expensive. So it could be anything. Um, Jackson's mad at me because I don't think we pay anywhere. Uh, we would have our people pay anywhere near that. But um, anyway, that said. Organic. Organic. Yes. Um, a lot of people are overwhelmed. And again, Facebook, I feel like they're my favorite friend of me. Um, they really do have a lot of opportunity. We spend a lot of money. We make a lot of money on Facebook, but I don't think their first and foremost deal is to deliver you value. Uh, they want to get your money in. I think they want to give you value, but that's certainly not their first primary deal. So when you're a little guy with, and we spend, I don't know, anywhere between 10 and probably $50,000 a month and we're tiny to them, right? They still are much more interested in Apple, Coca-Cola. So we're not a big fish in that we spend a lot. If you guys are spending like a $20 a day budget, they couldn't give, no offense, folks, to, <laughs> they don't give two craps about me. They don't give one crap about you, right? They're just super into their own thing. So my fear with paid is if you're not working with someone that knows what they're doing, it's hard. And if your budget's 20 or 30 bucks a day, you can't really afford someone that knows what they're doing because it's not enough. So you're kind of stuck in a spot. So not to say that paid is bad. It just, if you don't know what you're doing and you have a low budget, you're kind of like, you know, they say, if you sit down at a poker table and you don't know who the chump is, you're probably the chump. Um, if you sit down at a Facebook thing with a $10 a day ad budget and you don't, you're not an expert, you're probably their chump. So not knocking paid. It's great. But for those that are like, I don't want to be a chump organic, you're now you're going to have to do the time. Right, you can say, "All right, Facebook, I'll spend the time to weed through and go through and add value and blah 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 blah." Walk me through what that might look like for someone. And by the way, guys, gals, say you spend 10, 15 hours a week on this for the first month. If that and it sounds like a lot, and you're like, "I can't do that." Well, maybe for a couple of weeks, but then you can hire someone. So this is this is a skill that you can learn and kind of get set up like anything else in your business, and then turn it over to someone else. So what might that look like if I'm like, "I don't want to spend any money. I don't trust Facebook. They're going to screw me. I'm a I'm, I'm a lamb going to this year over here." How can I just start a conversation organically through uh, the channels that we were through. Let's just specifically talk Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. So I don't know, probably, probably like four years ago, organic Facebook, really extremely difficult to do paid all the way. 
Like you could, you could, so I used to ask them, I was through paid Facebook ads. They since have made a pivot in my tinfoil hack conspiracies. They made a ton of money off ads and then they started branching off into these other areas and they're, they're scaling back on, on how effective ads are, but then they're transforming the platform back into that organic push that's doing, that does well. And so the big thing with organic pushes or, or doing anything organically through Facebook, Instagram, number one thing I'll tell everybody is consistency. Consistency is always key. You, when I talk about consistency, I mean consist, consistency with posts, whether it be text-based, image-based, video-based, it doesn't matter. But if, if you say, I'm going to post three times a week, Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you post three times a week indefinitely. You, know, you, just, you continues, continuously do that because Facebook, Instagram awards consistency over anything else, over quality, over you know, messaging, over your following. You had it at quality. If they're like, we'll take garbage quality consistent. I mean, that's, that's a, it's a mouthful. Yeah. Quick hack for that, guys. Jackson's thing is perfect three times a week. That's four points. It's 13 posts per month. Easiest, best way. Just an hour a month, two hours a month. First of the month, just be like, I'm going to make my 13 posts. And again, text, video, Mac, Mac, you know, memes, whatever you want to do. But just create them all right then and there. And then, then you're that way. You're not like, Oh my God, it's Wednesday. What do I do? You can spend a couple hours one time. So that batching will go a long way. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah. Um, so consistency is key because what, what Facebook is going to start doing is, is you've got your, your service bubble, right? So you say, let's, let's say you service Los Angeles, um, or let's say even more specifically, let's say you service Burbank in Los Angeles. And so your posts, the more consistent you go with it, the more people in Burbank are going to see it, the more people not necessarily affiliated or even heard of your business before are going to start seeing it because Facebook's going to start pushing it out because it realizes, hey, you're consistent. Hey, you're putting content out. Hey, you're putting value out. This is perceived value that we see for the people on the platform. So we're going to let more people see it without you even having to spend any money, without you having to do anything. And that's because it's consistent. And I wish I could explain exactly how that works. I can't. That's a million dollar question that Facebook hides behind their blast doors. But it's just, it is what it is. That's, that's how it operates. So you'll see as you start to post more and more consistently, you'll start getting more views, more eyeballs, more people to your page that wouldn't have necessarily heard of you before, right? So and if, yeah, in the time ahead. that we've got, and that's perfect, how do we convert those? Let's say we're posting consistently and it's decent content. And by the way, practice is the best way. It's okay if you put out some content and you suck at the beginning, no one's paying attention. As you grow an audience, you'll get better at it. So let's say we've now got a decent audience and maybe even, the, you know, my wife's got a little Moms Love Guns channel that I think she's got a thousand followers. I think we've got 10,000 on ours. I think her audience is as valuable, if not more so than ours, because they're so freaking interactive. They just love her. So how do you take, even if you've got 253 followers, right? We're like, oh, I don't have enough. Like, well, if they're interactive, that can be great. How do you turn whatever your number of followers are into a conversation? What's the best way to make that, turn that corner? <clears throat> Consistent call to action. Okay. Right? That's, that's basically, you don't want to do it on every single thing. You know, you're not pushing, you're not, it's not a sales, every post, everything has the same call to action, right? But you, you want to, be consistent in what you're doing. So say if you post three times a week, let's say Monday and Friday, you have your call to action to send a message, to learn more, uh, to, to talk with, you know, like if you do a post on how it is to be a small owned business in Burbank, California, you can open it up and be like, hey, send us a message to learn more on what it's like to own a business here. You have those consistent call to actions that get people to come to the page, get people to come message you, and then that spurs into further conversation. 
When I, I think they should, you, and please tell me if I'm, because Jackson knows best practice for a social way better than I do. I think everything should have a call to action. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, only 10% of those call to actions are call me for, to buy something. It could be, you know, caption this picture. That's a call to action. It's just engagement. Like this post if you dig it. Leave me a comment if you don't and tell me what you really want. Um, vote for our new mascot. Like there should always be a call to action. And maybe one in 10 or two in 10 is call for a deal or, you know, let's, let's talk about some, somehow buying the, the, the product. And the cool thing, just like Jackson said, is if you have, let's say you're doing five a week. Well, every Monday could be a caption this picture. Every Tuesday could be vote on this thing. Every, you know, you can really, once you kind of have a system and I don't think people are really going to pick up on it. If they do, they'll just think, wow, they're organized. If they don't, they're still going to go, wow, it makes it so much easier for you. All right. Exactly. As is our custom Jackson that we picked a six hour topic and try to jam it in 20 minutes. So give us the final wrap it up of what you have for uh, the good folks in cleaning nation. And we'll call it. All right. Well, if you're, if you're listening to this, get started today. You know, there's no, there's no time like the present. There's no bad time to start. There's no good time to start or the best time to start is, is right now. Uh, you finish this podcast episode you've got some, some marching orders. I would get started, put, put your first piece of content out there today and have fun with it. Don't take yourself too seriously. Couldn't say it any better. Absolutely the truth. If you'd like more help, growmycleaningcompany.com. We've got tons of content on how to do this and everything else. Growmycleaningcompany.com. Check it out now. There's your call to action. See you soon. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me, but like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing, share it with a friend, share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me to the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431, 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now, 602-932-6431. Give me a text, say hey, can't wait to meet you.